friends, welcome back. It's Destiny. Today we're going to read another Junie B. Jones book. It's called Junie B. Jones and a Little Monkey Business, and it's by Barbara Park. Chapter One Surprise. My name is Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice, except I don't like Beatrice. I just like B, and that's all. B stands for something else, too. B stands for B-A-B-Y. I'm only in kindergarten, but I already know how to spell B-A-B-Y. That's because my mother told me that she's going to have one of those things. She and Daddy told me about it at dinner one night. It was the night that we had stewed tomatoes, which I hate very much. <laughs> Daddy and I have a surprise for you, Junie B, said Mother. And so then I got very happy inside because maybe I didn't have to eat my stewy pooty tomatoes. And also... Sometimes a surprise means a present, and presents are my very favorite thing in the whole world. I bounced up and down in my chair. What is it? Is it all wrapped up? I don't see it, I said very excited. Then I looked under the table, because maybe the surprise was hiding down there with a red ribbon on top of it. Mother and Daddy smiled at each other, then Mother held my hand. Junie B, how would you like to have a little baby brother or sister, she said. I made my shoulders go up and down. I don't know, maybe, I told her. Then I looked under my chair. Guess what, I said. I can't find that silly willy present anywhere. Mother made me sit up. Then she and my daddy said some more stuff about a baby. The baby will be yours too, Junie B, said daddy. Just think, you'll have your very own little brother or sister to play with. Won't that be fun? I did my shoulders up and down again. I don't know, maybe, I said. Then I got down from my chair and I ran into the living room. Bad news, fellas, I hollered very loud. The present isn't in this dumb bunny room either. Mother and Daddy came into the living room. They didn't look, at, look that smiley anymore. Daddy took a big breath. There is no present, Junie B, he said. We never said we had a present. We said we had a surprise, remember? Then Mother sat down next to me. The surprise is that I'm going to have a baby, Junie B. In a few months, you're going to have a little baby brother or sister. Do you get what I'm saying yet? Just then, I folded my arms and I made a grumpy face. Cause all of a sudden, I got it. That's why. You didn't give me a darn thing, did you? I said, very growly. Mother looked angry at me. I give up, she said. Then she went back into the kitchen. Daddy said that I owed her apology. Apology is when I have to say the words, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, but she also owes me apology, too, I said, because a baby isn't a very good surprise. 
I made a wrinkly nose. Babies smell like P.U., I explained. I smelled one at my friend Grace's house. It had some spit up on its front. And so I held my nose and I hollered, what a stink bomb. And then that Grace made me go home. After I finished my story, Daddy went into the kitchen to talk to my mother. Then Mother called me in there. And she said, if the baby smells like a stink bomb, she will buy me my very own air freshener. And I can spray the can all by myself. Except not on the PU baby. I would like the one that smells like a fresh, like, smells as fresh as a Carolina pine forest, I said. Then me and mother hugged, and I sat back down at the table. And I finished eating my dinner, except not my stewy, pewy tomatoes. And so guess what? No dessert, that's what. Chapter 2. The Dumb Bunnies. The Dumb Baby's Room. Mother and Daddy fixed up a room for the new baby. It's called a nursery, except I don't know why, because a baby isn't a nurse, of course. The baby's room used to be the guest room. That's where all our guests used to sleep, only we never had much guests. And so now if we get some, well, they'll just have to sleep on a table or something. The baby's room has new stuff in it, too. That's because... Mother and Daddy went shopping at the new baby stuff store. They bought a new baby dresser with the green and yellow knobs and a new baby lamp with a giraffe on the lampshade. And also, a new rocking chair for when the baby cries and you can't shut it up. And there's a new baby crib, too. A crib is a bed with bars on the side of it. It's kind of like a cage at the zoo. Except with the crib, you can put your hand through the bars and the baby won't, won't pull you in and kill you. And guess what else is in that nursery? Wallpaper, that's what. The jungle kind. With pictures of elephants and lions and a big fat hippopot of something. And there's monkeys too, which are my most favorite jungle guys in the whole world. Mother and Daddy pasted on that wallpaper together. Me and my dog, Tickle, were watching them. This wallpaper looks very cute in here, I told them. I would like some of it in my room, too, I think. Okay, I said. Can I, can I? We'll see, said Daddy. We'll see is another word for no. Yeah, only that's not fair, I said. Cause the baby gets all new junk and I have all old junk. Poor Junie B, said Mother, very teasingly. Then she bent, bended down and tried to hug me. Only she couldn't do it very good because of her big fat stomach, which is where the baby, that stupid baby is. I don't think I'm going to like this dumb baby, I said. Mother stopped hugging me. Don't say that, Junie B. Of course you will, she said. Of course I won't, I talked back, because it won't even let me hug you very good. And anyway, I don't even know its name. <laughs> then Mother sat down in the new rocking chair, 
and she tried to put me on her lap, only I wouldn't fit, so she just holded my hand. That's because Daddy and I haven't picked a name for that baby yet, she said. We want the name, we want a name that's a little bit different, you know, something cute, like Jenny B. Jones, a name that people will remember. And so I thought, and I thought very hard. And then I clapped my hands together real loud. Hey, I know one, I said, very excited. It's a cafeteria lady at my school, and her name is Mrs. Gutsman. Mother found a little bit, and so maybe she didn't hear me, I think. Mrs. Gutsman, I hollered. That's a cute name, don't you think? And I remembered it, too. Even after I only heard it one time, Mrs. Gutsman stuck right in my head. Mother took a big, deep breath. Yes, honey. But I'm not sure that Mrs. Gutsman is a really good name for a tiny baby. And so then I scrunched my face up and I thought and thought all over again. How about Teeny? I said. Teeny would be good. Mother smiled. Well, Teeny might be cute for a while while the baby is little, but... What would we call him when he grows up? Big Teeny, I called out, very happy. Then my mother sighed. We'll see. Which means no, Big Teeny. After that, I didn't feel so happy anymore. When is this dumb bunny baby getting here anyway, I said. Mother frowned at, frowned at me again. The baby is not a dumb bunny, Junie B, she said. And it will be here very soon. So I think you better get, start getting used to the idea. Then her and Daddy began pasting that wallpaper again. And so I opened up the new baby's dresser with the green and yellow knobs. And I looked at the new baby clothes. The baby pajamas were very wincy. And the baby socks wouldn't even fit on my big piggy toe. I am going to be the boss of this baby, I said to Tickle, cause I'm the biggest, that's why. Daddy snapped his fingers at me. That's enough of that talk, that kind of talk, Missy, he said. Missy's my name when I'm in trouble. After that, him and mother went back to the kitchen to get some more paste. And so I looked down the hall to make sure he was gone. Yeah, only I'm still going to be the boss of it, I whispered. Haha, <laughs> so there. Chapter 3 A Very Wonderful Thing. Yesterday, a very wonderful thing happened. It's called I Had Pie for Dinner. Just pie, and that's all. That's because my mother went to the hospital to have the baby, and Daddy and Grandma Miller went with her. And so, me and my grandpa got to stay at his house all by ourselves. And no one even babysitted us. And guess what? Grandpa smoked a real live cigar right inside the house. And Grandma didn't yell, go outside with that thing, Frank. And after that, my grandpa gave me a piggyback ride. 
And he let me put on Grandma Miller's new hat with the long brown feather. And also, I got to walk around in her red high heels. Only then, I fell down in the kitchen, and so I quick took them off. Hey, I could crack my head open in these dumb things, I said very loud. After that, I opened up the refrigerator, because I was hungry from playing, that's why. Hey, guess what? There's a big fat lemon pie in here, Frank, I hollered. And so then, Grandpa Miller got down two plates. And then me and him ate that big fat lemon pie for our dinner. Just pie, and that's all. And we're not even going to get in trouble. Because we're going to tell Grandma that her cat ate it. And here's another very fun thing. I got to sleep in Grandpa Miller's guest room. First, I put on my PJs with the feet in them. And then my grandpa watched me brush my new front tooth. And then he tucked me into that big guest bed. Sweet dreams, Junie B, he said. Except for then I got a little bit scared in me. Yeah, only, uh, guess what, grandpa, I said. It's very dark in this big room, and so there might be hidey things in here. Grandpa looked all around the room and also in the closet. Nope, no hidey things in here, he said. After that, he left on the hall light for me, so my imagination wouldn't run wild. Except I still didn't sleep that good, cause there was a little drooly guy with claws under my bed, I think. And so this morning, my eyes felt very sagging. Only then I sniffed out something that woke them right up, and its name was Delicious Waffles. Grandpa Miller cooked them up for me, and he let me pour my own syrup. And he didn't even yell, whoa, whoa, whoa. After that, me and him played until it was time for kindergarten. Except before I left, the funnest thing of all happened. My Grandma Miller came home. And she said that my mother had a baby. And it was the boy kind. Then me and her and my grandpa all did a big giant hug. And Grandma Miller picked me up and she swinged me in the air. You're just going to love him, Junie B, she said. Your new brother is just the cutest little monkey I've ever seen. Then my eyes got very wide. He is? Really, I said. Grandma Miller put me down. Then she started talking to my grandpa. Wait till you see him, Frank, she said. He's got the longest little fingers and toes. I tugged on her dress. How long, Grandma? I said, longer than mine. But Grandma just kept on talking. And, and his hair, Frank, oh my word. He's got oodles and oodles of thick black hair. I pulled on Grandma's arm. How come? Grandma, how come he's got hair? I asked. I thought little babies were supposed to be babies and bald. But still, my Grandma, she didn't answer me. And he's big too, Frank. He's much bigger than any of the other babies in the hospital. 
and you should feel how tightly he grabs your finger when you... Just then I stamped my foot very hard. Hey, I want some answers down here, Helen. He's my baby too, you know. Grandma Miller frowned at me. Cause I'm not supposed to call her Helen, I think. Sorry, I said, kind of quiet. Then Grandma Miller bended down next to me, and so I didn't have to yell anymore. Are you telling the truth to me, Grandma? I said, is my brother really the cutest little monkey you ever saw? For really and honest and truly? Then my Grandma Miller hugged me very tight. Yes, little girl, she whispered in my ear. For really and honest and truly. After that, she picked me up again, and me and her twirled all around the kitchen. Chapter 4. Hoppy and Russell. My room at, ni- at kindergarten is named Room 9. I have two bestest friends in that place. One of them has the name of Lucille, and Lucille sits right exactly next to me. She has a red chair and also little red fingernails, which are very glossy. My other bestest friend is named Grace. Me and that Grace sit together on the school bus, except not for today. We did not, because today Grandpa Miller drove me. Then he walked to room nine with me, and he waved at my teacher. Her name is Mrs. She has another name, too. But I just like Mrs. and that's all. When I first walked into my room, Lucille was looking at that Grace's brand new shoes. And their name was plain, was pink high tops. Hey, Grace, those new shoes look very beautiful on you, I said. But that dumb Grace didn't even say thank you to me. Grace is angry at you, said Lucille. She said that she rode the bus today. And you weren't even there to to save her seat. And she had to sit next to an icky kid. Right, Grace? Grace bobbed her head up and down. Yes, only I couldn't help it, Grace, I said. That's because I stayed at my Grandpa Miller's all night. And there's no bus at that place. And so he had to drive me here today. Then I tried to hold that Grace's hand, only she quick pulled it away. That's not very nice of you, Grace, I said. And so guess what? Now I'm not going to tell you my special secret. That's when that Grace called me a poopy head. Lucille held my hand. I don't think you're a poopy head, Junie B, she said. And so you can tell me your special secret. And I won't tell anybody, not even Grace. That's when that Grace kicked Lucille in the leg, and so Lucille pushed her down, and so Mrs. had to come pull them off each other. I raised my hand very polite. I wasn't involved, I said to Mrs. After that, we had to sit down and do some work. It was called printing our numbers, only I couldn't do mine that good. Because Lucille kept on talking to me, that's why. Come on, Junie B, she said in her whispering voice. Tell me your special secret. I won't tell, I promise. Yes, only I can't, Lucille, I said. Cause, 
No talking to your neighbor. Remember? Then Mrs. snapped her fingers at me. See, Lucille, I told you. No talking to your neighbor, I hollered. Now I got snapped at. Just then a boy named Jim said to me, Shush yourself, you big fat Jim, I said back. After that, Mrs. stood next to me till I finished my work. Then I got all done and she collected it. That made me happy inside because guess what comes after work? Something very fun, that's what. And its name is Show and Tell. Mrs. stood next to her desk. Who has something interesting to share with the class today, she said. Then my heart got all very pumpy because I had the most special secret in the whole wide world. I raised my hand way high in the air. Ooh, ooh, I hollered real loud. Me, me, me. Mrs. shook her head at me because I'm not supposed to go ooh, ooh, me, me, me. She called on William. He is a crybaby in my class. I can beat him up, I think. William? Ugh. William, said Mrs. Since you raised your hand so politely, you may go first. <laughs> and so then William carried a paper bag up to the front of the room and he took out a jar with two dead crickets. Except for William didn't know they were dead. He just thought they were sleeping. Jump, Poppy. Jump, Russell, said William. And he tapped on the glass. Hey, what's up in there, he said. After that, William started shaking the jar all over the place and he wouldn't stop. Wake up, I said, he shouted. Then Hoppy and Russell started falling apart and Mrs. had to take the jar away. That's when William started to cry and he had to go to the nurse's office to lie down. And so then I raised my hand way up high in the air again because guess what? My show and tell was way better than two dead crickets. Chapter 5, Monkey Business Mrs. called my name. Junie B., would you like to go next, she asked. Mm -mm. Then I jumped right up and I ran speedy fast to the front of the room. Guess what, I said very excitedly. Last night, my mother had a baby, and it's the boy kind. Mrs. clapped her hands. Junie B. Jones has a new little brother, everyone, she said. Isn't that wonderful? Then all of room nine clapped too. Yes, only you haven't even heard the bestest part yet, said very loud. Because guess what else? He's a monkey. That's what else. My new brother is a real, alive, baby monkey. Mrs. got a funny look on her face. And she squinted her eyes very tiny. And so, maybe she didn't hear me or something, I think. I said, I've got a monkey brother, I shouted real loud. Then, that mean Jim jumped right up from his desk and he hollered, Liar, liar, pants on fire. No, they are not on fire, you big fat Jim. He, I said back, I do too have a monkey brother. You can ask my grandma Miller if you don't believe me. 
Mrs. raised her eyebrows way high on her head. Your grandmother told you that your brother is a monkey, she asked me. Yeah, I said. She told me he has long fingers and long toes and lots of black fur all over himself. After that, Mrs. kept on looking and looking at me. And then she said it was time for me to sit down. Yeah, only I'm not even done telling the children about my monkey brother yet, I explained. Because guess what else? His wallpaper has pictures of his jungle friends on it, and his bed has bars on the sides. But I'm going to teach him how to not bite or kill people. Then this boy named Ricardo, who has cute little freckles on his face, said, Monkeys are cool to me. I know they are cool, Ricardo, I said. And guess what else? Maybe I can bring him to school on pet day. Then Ricardo smiled at me. And so, he might be my boyfriend, I think. Except, there's a boy in room eight who already loves me. Just then, Mrs. stood up and pointed at me. That's enough, Junie B., she said. I want you to sit down now. You and I will talk about this monkey business later. And so that made me giggle, cause monkey business is a funny word, I think. Then I waved goodbye to my new boyfriend, Ricardo, and I skipped back to my seat. Chapter 6, Bestest Friends Recess is my best subject. I learned it in my first week at school. Recess is when you go outside and you run off steam. And then when you come in, you can sit still better. And you don't even have ants in your pants. At recess, me and Lucille and that Grace play horses together. I'm Brownie. Lucille is Blackie and Grace is Yellowy. I'm Brownie, I hollered as soon as I got outside. I don't want to play horses today, said Lucille. I want to know some more about your monkey brother. Me too, said that Grace. Then Lucille pushed that Grace out of the way, and she whispered a secret in my ear. If you let me be the first one to see him, I'll let you wear my new locket, she said. Yeah, only guess what, Lucille, I said. I don't even know what a dumb locket is. And so then Lucille showed me her locket. It was a little gold heart. On a chain. Isn't it beauteous, she said. My nana gave it to me for my birthday. Then she opened up that little heart, and there was a little bitty picture inside of that thing. Hey, there's a teeny tiny head in there, I said, very excited. I know, said Lucille. That's my nana. See her? I squinted very hard at that little picture. Your nana is a shrimpy, Lucille, I said. After that, Lucille closed the locket, and she gave it to me. Now, I'm your best friend, right, Junie B., she said. And so, I can be the first one to see your monkey brother? Just then, that Grace stumped her foot very hard. No, you cannot, Lucille, she hollered. I'm her best friend, cause me and her ride the bus together, and so, I get to see her monkey brother first. Right, Junie B.? Right? Right? I made my shoulders go up and down. I don't know, Grace, I said, 
Cause Lucille just gave me this locket with a teeny tiny Nana in it. So that means she gets to go first, I think. And that Grace stomped her foot again. She made a mad face at me. Pooey, she said. Except for just then I got a great idea. Hey, guess what, Grace? I said, very excited. Since Lucille gave me something beautiful, now you can just give me something beautiful, too. And so that would be very fair of me, I think. Then that Grace started smiling. And she took off her sparkly new ring. Here, she said. I got it out of the cereal this morning. See how shiny the stone is? That's because it's a real, genuine, fake plastic diamond. Then she put some breath on it and she shined it on her sleeve for me. Ooh, I said. I love this thing, Grace. I know, she said. And so now I get to see your monkey brother first. Right, Jenny B? Right? After that, I had to think a little bit. Yeah, only here's the trouble, Grace, I said. Now I have one thing from you and one thing from Lucille, and so it's a tie. Then Lucille, quick, took off her red sweater with a Scotty dog on it, and she tied it around my waist. Here, she said, now now I've given you two things, and I'm still the winner. Oh, no, you're not, hollered that Grace. Because I'm going to give Junie B my snack ticket for today. And so she can have my cookie and milk. Excellent idea, Grace, I said. Then me and her did a high five. Oh, yeah, said Lucille. Well, then I'm going to give her my snack ticket, too. And I'm still the winner. After that, Grace looked all over herself. But that's not fair, she said, because I don't have anything else to give her. And so I looked her all over, too, and then I jumped up and down again. Yes, you do, Grace, I said. You do, too, have something else to give me. And their name is your new pink high tops. That Grace stared at her feet. She looked very sad. Yeah, only this is the first time I ever wore these, she said real quiet. And so I patted her so she would feel better. I know, Grace, I explained nicely. But if you don't give them to me, then you won't be able to see my monkey brother. And so then me and that Grace sat down on the grass, and she took off her new pink shoes, and she gave them to me. Thank you, Grace, I said politely. Then I stood up. Okay, your turn, I said to Lucille. Only too bad for me, cause just then the stupid bell rang. Chapter 7. Some School Words. I wore my brand new things back to room 9. They looked very beautiful on me, except my new pink high tops were too big, and my feet were very sliding around in there. Before I sat down, I looked at Lucille's red chair. Then I tapped on her. I'm sorry, Lucille, I said, but red is my favorite color. And so, I would like that chair of yours, I think. Lucille looked very upset at me. But red is my favorite t- color, too, Junie B. I patted her. I know, Lucille, I said, nicely. But you still must give it to me. It's the rules. And so she did. 
Now I am the winner for sure, aren't I? She asked. I made my shoulders go up and down. I don't know, Lucille, I said. That Grace said she might have some cash in her purse. After that, Mrs. passed out some construction paper, and we cut out autumn leaves for our bulletin board. Autumn is the school word for fall. We sprinkled our leaves with shiny glitter. Also, I sprinkled glitter in my hair, and I pasted some to my eyebrows. Then, Mrs. confiscated my shiny glitter jar. Confiscate is the school word for yanked. It right out of my hands. Just then, Mrs. Gutsman knocked on our door, and she came into the room with our milk and cookies. Hooray! Hooray for Mrs. Gutsman, I shouted at her. Guess what, Mrs. Gutsman? I get three snacks today. See? I have three snack tickets. Mrs. walked over to my chair. She stared down at me. How did you get two extra tickets, Junie B? she asked. Did you find them on the playground? Then she took my two extra tickets away, and she held them way high up in the air. Did anyone lose their snack tickets today, she said to the class. No, I hollered. Those are my tickets. Lucille and Grace gave them to me. <laughs> Mrs. raised her eyebrows. Lucille, did you give Junie B your snack ticket today, she asked. Yes, said Lucille. That's because she made me. No, I did not, you dumb Lucille, I said. I did not make you. Mrs. said, be quiet to me. She folded her arms. Grace, did you give your snack ticket to Junie B too? Then that Grace started to cry because she thought she was in trouble. Mrs. tapped her foot. Please come get your snack ticket, Grace, she said. And so then that Grace walked up to my table in just her socks. And Mrs. made squinty eyes at her feet. Where are your shoes, Grace, she asked. That's when big, fat, baby Grace started crying very harder, and she pointed at her shoes. Mrs. peeped under my table. Judy B. Jones, she hollered. Why are you wearing Grace's shoes? Mrs. sounded dangerous. Because, I said kind of scared. Because why, said Mrs. Be because it's the rules, I explained. Then Mrs. bended down very close to my ear. What rules? The rules for who gets to be the first one to see my monkey brother, I said. Mrs. rolled her eyes way in the back of her head. Put your own shoes back on and come with me, young lady, she said. Then me and her walked into the hall together, and she made me tell her what happened on the playground. And after that, I had to give Lucille back the locket and the sweater with the Scotty dog on it. And I had to give Grace back the real, genuine, fake ring from cereal. Then, Mrs. wrote a note, and she said for me to take it to the office. The office is where the boss of the school lives. His name is Principal. Yes, but I don't think I would like to go down there today, I said. Or else my mother might get mad at me. Mrs. tapped her foot. 
Then she took hold of my hand. Let's go, young lady. March, she said. And so then me and her marched to the office. March is a school word for pulled me way too fast. Chapter 8, Me and Principal. The school office is a very scary place. It has loud ringing phones and a topping lady who is a stranger and a row of front of chairs where bad kids sit. Mrs. plopped me in a blue one. Wait here, she said. Yeah, only I'm not a bad, I whispered just to myself. Then I put my sweater on my head so that nobody could see me in the back kid's chair. After that, I peeked down at my long sweater sleeve, and I saw Mrs. out of my handhold. She was knocking on Principal's door. Then she went in there, and my heart felt very pumpy, because she was tattletaling on me, I think. After a while, she came back out again. Principal came with her. Principal has a baldy head, which looks like rubber. Also, he has big hands and heavy shoes and a suit made out of black. Could I see you in my office for a minute, Junie B., he said. And so then I had to go in there all by myself, and I sat in a big wood chair, and Principal made me take the sweater off my head. So what's this all about, he said. Why do you think your teacher brought you down here today? Because, I said very quiet. Because why, said Principal. Because that grace shot off her big fat mouth, I explained. Then Principal folded his arms, and he said for me to start at the beginning. And so, I did. First, I told him about how I spended the night at my grandpa's house. We had delicious waffles for breakfast, I said, and I had five of them. Only, my grandpa didn't know where I put them all, except when I I put them way in here. Then I opened my mouth and I showed Principal where all my waffles went. After that, I told him about how my grandpa Miller came home, how my grandma Miller came home from the hospital, and how she told me that I had a monkey brother, for really and honest and truly. And so then I told the children at show and tell, I said. And at recess, Lucille and that Grace started giving me lots of pretty stuff because they wanted to be the first to see him. Except too bad for me, I said, because when we came inside, Mrs. found out about the snack tickets. And then that dumb Grace shot off her big fat mouth about her shoes. And so I got marched down here and I had to sit in a bad kid's chair. Then I smoothed my skirt. The end, I said nicely. Principal rubbed his head that looked like rubber. Judy B., maybe we should go back to when your grandmother came home from the hospital, he said. Can you remember exactly what she said about your brother being a monkey? I scrunched my eyes real tight to remember. Yes, I said, Grandma Miller said that he was the cutest little monkey she ever saw. Then Principal closed his eyes. Ah, he said kind of quiet. Now I get it. After that, he smiled a little bit. You see, Junie B., when your grandmother called your brother a little monkey, she didn't mean he was a real little monkey. 
She just meant that he was, well, cute. I know he's cute, I said. That's because all monkeys are cute. Except for, I don't like the big kind that could kill you. Principal shook his head. No, Junie B. That's not what I mean. I mean, your brother isn't really a monkey at all. He's just a little baby boy. I made a frowny face. No, he is not a little baby boy, I told him. He is a real, alive baby monkey with black hairy fur and long fingers and toes. You can ask my Grandma Miller if you don't believe me. And so guess what Principal did then? He called her. That's what. He called Grandma Miller right up on the phone. And then he talked to her. And then I talked to her too. Hey, Grandma, I said, very shouty. Guess what just happened down here? Principal said that my baby brother isn't a real alive monkey. Only he is. Because you told me that. Remember, you said he was a monkey for really and honestly and truly. Then Grandma Miller said she was very sorry, but she didn't mean that he was a real monkey. She just meant, meant he was cute, just like Principal explained to me. And so then I felt very droopy inside. Yeah, only, what about all of his black hair and his long fingers and toes, I said. And what about his bed that looks like a cage and the wallpaper with the jungly friends on it? But Grandma Miller kept on saying that the new baby brother was just a regular cute baby. And so, finally, I didn't want to talk to her anymore. So I hanged up the phone. Then I bended my head way down. And my eyes got a little bit wet in them. Darn it, I said, very quiet. After that, Principal gave me a tissue and he said, I'm sorry, to me. Then he held my hand, and him and him, me and him walked back to room nine. Chapter nine, pigs and ducks and stuff. Principal went into room nine with me. Then he clapped his giant hands together. Boys and girls, may I please have your attention, he said. I would like to explain something that happened during show and tell today. It's about Genevieve Jones and her new baby brother. Just then... That Jim that I hate jumped right up out of his chair. He's not a monkey, is he? He shouted very loud. I knew it. I knew he wasn't a monkey. I made a fist at him. How would you like this up your nose, you big dumb Jim? I hollered. Then Principal frowned at me, and so <laughs> I smiled. I hate that guy, I said nicely. After that, Principal took a big breath. <sighs> Boys and girls. There's a good reason why Junie B. told you that her baby brother was a monkey, he said. Yeah, it was because my grandma Miller's fault, I, I interrupted, because she told me that my brother was a little monkey. Only she didn't mean he was a real little monkey. She just meant he was cute. Only who the heck knew that dumb thing? Principal made another frown at me. Then he talked some more. You see, boys and girls, he said, sometimes adults say things that can be very confusing to children. Like, what if you ever heard me talking about a lucky duck? You might think I was talking about a real live duck. But a lucky duck just means a lucky person. Right, said Mrs. And when we call someone a busy bee, we don't mean that he is a real bee. 
We just mean he's a hard worker. Hey, I just thought of another one, I said, very excited. A dumb bunny isn't a real live bunny either. It's just a plain old dumb guy. Then my friend Lucille raised her hand. I got one too, she said. Sometimes my Nana calls my daddy a couch potato. Only, he's not a real potato. He's just a lazy bum. Yeah, and I'm not a big pig, said my new boyfriend, Ricardo. But my mom says I eat like one. After that, a whole bunch of other kids said they eat like pigs, too. Only, a boy named Donald said he eats like a horse. And Crybaby William says he eats like a bird. And just then, it was time for the bell to ring. And so me and Principal said bye-bye to each other, and I went to my seat. So I, then I gave Lucille back her red chair. She was very nice to me. I'm sorry that your brother isn't a real monkey, Jenny B., she said. Thank you, Lucille, I said. I'm sorry that your daddy isn't a real potato, too. After that, the bell rang for us to go home. And so, me and Lucille and that Grace held hands, and we walked outside together. Only, then a, few, a very wonderful thing happened, and it's called, I Heard My Mother's Voice. Junie B, Junie B, over here, honey. Daddy and I are over here. Then I looked in the parking lot, and I saw her. And so I runned over to her, speedy quick. And then me and Mother hugged and hugged, because I hadn't seen her in a very whole day. Then my daddy got out of the car, and he had a little yellow blanket in his arms. And guess what was in that thing? My new baby brother, that's what. He was very teeny and pinkish, except for his head. It had a lot of black hair on it. I touched it. It felt fuzzy. Just then, Ricardo walked by, and he saw my teeny brother. Cool hair, he said. I smiled very big. I know it, Ricardo, I said. And guess what else? He doesn't even smell like P.U. After that, I got in the car, and I told my mother about Lucille's locket. And she said, maybe I could get a locket, too. And I could put my brother's teeny head in there. Yes. And I would also like some pink high tops, please. I said, very polite. Maybe, said Mother. Oh, boy, I said. Because maybe doesn't mean no. That's why. And so then I lifted up the blanket and peeped at my baby brother one more time. So what do you think of him, Junie B? said Mother. I smiled very big. I think he's the cutest little monkey I ever saw, I said. Then Mother laughed, and I laughed too. The end. I hope that you enjoyed this story and that you come back for more in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to, to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. Bye!